0: Are you struggling to believe that there is a purpose for your life? That after all you've been through, seen or done, that there is a chance you'll ever find peace and wholeness again? Welcome to Love and Beloved. This podcast explores what matters to us the most overcoming adversity, success stories on relationships with God, ourselves, and others. Now, here is your host, Lena Sibula. Welcome to Love and Beloved. Today, we're gonna talk about that love story that I promised you. If you would like to know a full story, you can listen previous episodes or you can get my book called Miraculous, my journey from hell to heaven. And you can get that through Amazon or my website and all the information in show notes. So thank you for tuning in today and continue with this story. I had a friend. We worked together and once a week we would go play pool and have some sour apple martinis and enjoy our life. And it was really cool because I was on my way to achieve my dreams and I never thought that everything gonna be turned upside down by meeting this boy. So yes, we met in a bar but it was a little bit fancier my husband would never go to a place like that but he just won a poker game and he decided to buy drinks for the losers and this place was down the street and that was the place that I hang out almost every Friday with my friend when I'm playing pool and I have couple drinks I'm very loud Maybe it's a little bit embarrassing for people around me, but that's who I am and that's what I do and I have fun. So this time I heard someone on another side of this place were exclaiming, yeah, there is my team. And I look at this boy, he wasn't even playing, but he was cheering for his team. I would like to go and check her out um, who was talking because by this time, I was pretty familiar with regulars in this place. Anyway, I look at his face, and I thought to myself, "Wow, he is so cute." And he looked at me, and it was really cool. But when we come outside, those days when I was still smoking and drinking and having fun, we start arguing, and his friend says, "Hmm, I think this young lady hitting on you." And I said to her, is that so obvious? And she said, well, not to him. When he realized that it's was a joke, he kind of softened up and started laughing. When we were leaving the place, he literally came and squeezed himself into the car. And when people asked, who is this? And what he's doing here? He just looked at me and he said, I'm with her. And I looked at them and I said, well, I guess he's with me. So we went after hours club and then he brought me home. He asked for my number and month later, I didn't have any friends anymore, just him. And it was so funny because I wasn't looking for love and he was so young and I was achieving my dreams, getting my diplomas, learning new things. I love to be free and independent. I was happy with who I am and where I'm going, but I would be really stupid to pass this opportunity because he told me, I think like after a third date, he said to me, I don't know what you think about this, but I love you and I will not stop until you're mine. Wow, isn't that every girl dream? To hear that you worthy to be pursued That's not what I thought. I thought we're gonna play around and I will discard this relationship the way I do because I don't do serious relationships. Although something about this boy was very, very attractive. He was treating me like a lady. I wasn't a lady. I was loud, obnoxious, rude, and kind of all over the place. But he said, I never met anyone like you. So at some point he said to me, I wanna ask you crazy question. And man, I thought he gonna ask me to marry him. But he said, let's move in together. And I said, no. So we started dating. Then I got the job in the hair salon that was on another side of the town. And then I realized that's where he lived as well. So we decided to move in together probably like nine or 10 months after we were dating. So my work was now across the street and it was very convenient because two months after we moved in, I find out I was pregnant. I was crying on the second floor of our salon until one of the receptionist ladies came to me and she asked what's going on. And I said, I'm pregnant. I didn't know what to think. Like one thing I knew that he's very young and um, my documents wasn't done yet. I didn't want to marry him to stay in Canada. It's a wrong time for everything. It's just wrong time. And she asked me, what do you want? And I said, I love this man, and I want to have his child. And she said, well, that's your answer. And I realized it was all simple. I wanted to have this child no matter what. and crazy part, I knew that this man gonna go after me to the end of the earth. So I decided to call him and tell him that he's gonna be a father. I thought it's gonna scare him a lot because he was very young, but he loved it. He loved the idea of having a baby and he was great. But I was panicking, fear of my past, was haunting me i didn't know how to be a mother i didn't have friends who could help me with this i didn't have a family and it was very stressful time i love the baby growing and i love this feeling of this beautiful future that we're creating together but i had fear so much fear that something gonna happen with this child. I've already been clean for almost two years and I didn't realize how bad my anxiety and panic attacks were because they were tormenting me. I felt so scared with told my grandmother right away, but we didn't tell his parents for a very long time because I was so scared to the rift between him and his family because they were so close, but I didn't want them to find out that we had a baby afterwards because I think it's wrong as well. So we decided to tell them, and um, they accepted. They accepted the reality. His mom called me next day, and uh, we talked for a couple hours, and she said, "This is not how we do things," but. Um, my son loves you and god has planned for you it was very interesting because back home we have common law union so we live without marriage as long as you pay taxes to the government you're okay so i never thought it's wrong not to be married or have a baby like outside of marriage so that's why i couldn't understand what's wrong but they accepted me and they prayed for me and they loved me and i would love to tell you that it was all glorious but it was a very difficult time for me so before we went to the church only to please his parents because all of his family is christian and actually his father was a pastor so to impress them we were always like dressed up and being On their best behavior, and I love the church. I love the singing and music and people, and everybody looks so happy and wonderful. And I truly loved it. Spent that time together with his family. I didn't like to sit in the front for some reason and sometimes it was hard to understand the pastor because his vocabulary was so beautiful and super intelligent. One day I heard the message of salvation. I heard the message of salvation and I understood not only words, but I understood the meaning of it, that Christ died for me. That time I struggle a lot. I struggle with my motherhood and wifehood I never dreamt about nobody taught me about it so I felt like I am wild animal that been domesticated it follow the rules but it's still trapped and I struggle I struggle with anxiety and panic attack and that little child that been entrusted to me every time she gets a fever I felt like I'm going to throw up and pass out. Every time she had her teeth coming in or have like stomach ache, I thought I gonna die. I wanna be sick for her. I wanna take away her pain and take care of her to the best of my ability. And I didn't know what to do and how to do it. So I end up in emergency like hundreds of times. And I had this crazy fear on top of it. If something happened to her, my husband would, well, that time boyfriend, would throw me out and I end up on drugs again because I'm a worthless mother and I just don't know what to do and how to do it. And one day my husband told me, what, do you have this fear? Why? He said, this child doesn't even belong to you you here to take care of and protect her and guide her, but ultimately her life belongs to God. Whatever He decides to do with her, it's not on you. And for some reason, it gave me such a huge relief knowing that I'm not responsible for her life. You know, I do what I can do for her to support her and take care of her and um, love her and care for her, but I'm not in control of life and death and it gave me freedom. It took like this heavy burden off my shoulders. So I let go and I concentrate on learning new things and take care of the, this baby and the home to the best of my abilities. On top of all, I was misdiagnosed and the doctor gave me puffers and steroids for my asthma, but the asthma didn't exist. So I ended up in emergency myself numerous times because I actually suffer with anxiety and panic attacks. So it was very difficult time for me and my family. And I had to make huge changes for my health and my family health to improve. So I started using lots of natural solutions and research how to get back our life on track. I was so depressed. I never been diagnosed with postpartum, but I was depressed. I was crying. I was emotional either. I ate all my problems. From size eight, I become size 18. Different problems come up like my knee hurts, my back hurts, my knee hurts, my back hurts. I don't look good. More stress and more depression and more pain pile up. And my husband was so young and so busy. His number one priority was to provide for a family. And when he came home, he was done. He was done talking, he was wiped, he needed space and that's what I give him, like a good supporting wife, I give him space. Few years pass in this turmoil and struggle, but we survive. One day my mother-in-law invited us to have a dinner and movie at the church. And she said, you need a date and I will take care of the baby and you guys go to church and enjoy other people's company, meet new friends, see the movie have some food and you don't have to cook anything. And of course, I thought, wow, that's a great idea. So she signed us up for Alpha Course. If you don't know what Alpha Course is, it's the Christian program that um, help you to learn about Christ with very easy atmosphere. You can ask questions and hang out with people and watch video and know more about why Jesus, why we're here. I truly love the Course. And on the third day of Alpha Course, I give my life to Christ. I remember how peace filled my body. I thought if I gonna stand up, I will float. I was crying realizing that, wow, I always had a father who loved me and realizing that all these blessings that I have, it's because of him. I've been forgiving whatever I've been through and done previously because everything happened for a reason. And I just took the forgiveness and salvation and I took it and I own it and I loved it. And it's very interesting because my husband, being on that pedestal of the my glorious God. But then I realized that wasn't my husband, that's Jesus and him who attracted me so greatly. That was the difference between my husband and everyone around me. He was different, the light shining from him. And that's what attracted me and that's what I fall in love with. I know I'm not perfect, but I knew that God forgive me oh, my sin, but there was one sin that we still live in. There is another story, you will read it in my book, the way he proposed to me. But the funny part, when we came out from the restaurant, one of his customers call and my husband says, yeah, I just proposed to my girlfriend. And the guy say, what? What's your wife think about that? Because he knew that he already have a woman with the child. And my husband laughed and he said, well, it's the same person. (laughs) And we got married. And honestly, say, I always believed that there's nothing in the marriage. Just sign the paper and then you might be divorced. Sign the paper again. It's a mess. And the difference when he for the first time actually called me his wife the way I felt and the way I still feeling after all these years when he called me his wife, I just huge. I know that I belong to him and he belong to me. He is my husband. And it's not just a piece of paper, it's declaration to everyone around and to God and to the church and to the people that we make making commitment for the rest of our lives to be together, to love and to hold and to cherish and to take care of each other. And that's beautiful because without that, you don't really have commitment. And that's what I saw back home. The men can come, love you for a bit, have babies, and leave. That's what my sister's life is, she have, five children, three different common-law partners, and they're all gone. They're here and they're present, like some of them in their children lives, but they didn't have obligation even to really to stay. Lots of people live the same way. It's just for you to think about it, because I was there. It's been almost four years we live without being married. And one day I said, to my husband when he couldn't find the right title for me to call me his wife. But he told me, you are not my wife, we are not married. But I say, how dare you? I'm cooking for you, I'm cleaning for you, I'm taking care of your child. Why wouldn't you call me your wife? And it hurt me, it really did. He just called me by by my first name, but first time when he called me his wife, I cried. Our children have our last name as well, which is prior to that, my child has his last name and I had mine. Anyway, the interesting part, it was that now I was pursuing God because I saw that his ways are better and I was part of the Bible study, I got into the church volunteer work, I was a hairstylist for a few years there, and I got baptized, and four of my family members, die after that, and I led them all to Christ, and that's an amazing story in itself, because that's how God's work, this is God's faithfulness to us that even on the dead, but he will forgive our sins and allowed us to go to heaven. You always have this amazing opportunity. And if you don't know about Jesus, please let me know. Shoot me email or find me through my website. There's so many ways that we can get together. You can ask me all the question about God. Or You can contact anyone from your local church. If something speaks to you in your heart that you want to know more, don't wait. Just seek and you will find it. God will open the door for you to learn and to know more. So there was my love story with my husband and with my God. Then one of my friends said, you know, you should have another baby. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, I'm going crazy with one because... I honestly got one of those. Very strong-willed child, just like her mom. (laughs) That's what my grandma said, because when I complained to my husband's mom, she said, I didn't get one of those. So my husband said, well, now we know what side of the family she's coming from. Anyway, she's beautiful, she's smart and kind, she's strong-willed, very powerful, know what she wants and where she's going. And it's beautiful. But then when she become good and so easy, and I got bored, I said to my husband, okay, now we're going back home for a visit or we're buying a house or we're having another baby because I need a challenge. And he laughed, another baby, you just have like couple months of free time and now you want another baby, another tornado. And literally months later, I was pregnant with twins. And that is so funny because it It's easier for me to take care of three kids with Jesus than one without, because the problem's still happening, but I have so much peace and comfort and confidence what I'm doing plus I've been on the job for four years I know what I cannot do physically and with God I can do what I cannot do anyway thank you so much for listening and next episode it's gonna be actually the story how I decided to write this book and launch this podcast and what was happening and if you hear my kids running around laughing or going crazy that's homeschooling and i hope and pray you guys doing okay through this very difficult time of covid 19. i hope you find the ways to get together through online or through the phone if you need someone to talk to i'm always open and willing to hear your stories and remember you are never alone you are loved you got treasure precious and priceless to him Thank you for listening to love and be loved. If you have any questions about what you heard today, visit lovedandbeloved.com. It's love and the letter B with no E loved.com. Please be sure to subscribe, rate and share the show. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. If you'd like to connect, we would love to hear from you. So send a quick note to lenasabula at gmail.com. Stay healthy, stay safe, love and be loved.